Welcome to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. I already lost the paper. Season 7, <laughs> Episode 2, number 277 overall. We are here to do quarterback rankings. I am Cinch. I'm Sean. I'm Craig. And I'm still Britt. Okay, so we got to address that opening right off the bat, right? <laughs> oh, that's staying because, in. I'm not editing that out. Oh, no, no. I'm not suggesting you are. I just want our viewer, our listeners to know that when I said, okay, it's one of those episodes we're all together. Who wants to do the opening? Cinch was like me. Like, he stood up and volunteered right away. I, I nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely. Stuck the landing. <laughs> I knew Stuck all the, the answers. I, I knew the name of the podcast. I knew who I was. Didn't get my name wrong. Not once. I got the episode numbers. It's just my phone turned off, so I had to hit the button to get the the season seven, episode two. I forget. 277? 277. 277 overall. overall. Oh, my God. This is going to be a fun How how about I say I'm cinched, and then I hear nothing. And I was about to say, and I'm alone. (laughs) Yeah, I was. there was a a nice pause there while Sean did something that I'm not sure what it was. But either way, we're off to a great start tonight, guys. As since said, it is our quarterback rankings episode. We are going to go over the consensus rankings and uh, and get a little bit of a discussion in there. But first, we start where we always start. Let's start with Cinch. Cinch, what are you drinking tonight? Let me see if I can open this without killing. All right. Hey, there we go. I heard that too. Good. Nice, nice open. This evening, I will be trying for the first time. It's complicated being a wizard. Ooh. So I can't, it, there's like no description on the side of the can to say what it is and what's in it and such. It's, uh, it's beer. It, it's beer. It's one of my faves, actually. Sorry, I just, I'm leaning away from the mic because I'm reaching to get my beer. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's from, I think, Burlington. Burlington it's really Burlington? good. It tastes like beer. Yeah. That's a good I got start. it because uh, Britt answered me when I said, I'm at the store, what do I get? And... I can't even find the brewery on it. I think it's Burlington. Um, yep, yeah, I just looked it up. It's Burlington. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's a New England IPA, so it's a double yep. IPA, eight percent. Oh yeah, that'll make you see the future. Sean, what are you drinking? Well, and, and the reason I had that pause is because I was opening and pouring my beer. Um, excuses. I am I'm upping cinch by one percent here. Got a nine percent brass. Roots, frogs, or tribus, uh, barley wine style ale brewed with molasses and bourbon soaked oak chips. Okay, he just said random words from the dictionary, right? Because that <laughs> say that say that again and and say it in a way that actually makes sense to people who understand English. All right, if he says it again, we're going to be out of time. I am <laughs> drinking brass roots. Brass roots, thank you. Tribus Beer Company. It is a 9% barley wine style ale brewed with molasses and bourbon soaked oak chips. So you're drinking brass roots by Tribus. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That makes uh, a lot more sense. It? It's good. It is really smooth, really dangerous because it's 9%, and uh, you could get drunk really quickly off of that. God, I hope he doesn't slow down his speech even more when he drinks. We're going to find out. Craig, what are you drinking? Uh, so tonight I have more of a sophisticated drink in front of me. Um, you can tell by his voice. Mm, so you hum when you have this drink. Um, it is He's a, almost British. It is a forty-five point two percent drink. I have a lovely glass of Woodford Reserve. I know. Oh, one of your favorite, one of your favorite it bourbons. It is. Sometimes you have to go back to you know the basic stuff. So so I'm doing exactly, which is why I just opened a Road to Ruin. There you go. Eight percent. Hashtag sponsor us. And there we go. So, all right. Moving right along, because we have a lot to talk about with quarterbacks, I reckon. But I, I hear a rumor that that Sean had a burning hot take that he just couldn't keep to himself to bring to the group. So, Sean, what have you got for us tonight? Well, it's uh, I'm going to give it to you as a question here, guys. All right. Now, you know, we all know that, you know, a lot of a lot of. Uh, quarterbacks sometimes take a little while to get going and and it matters who's hot at the end of this of the year um so i have weeks 10 through 17 we're not gonna bother with 18 no one cares uh the there was eight 
quarterbacks that averaged 20 points or more in those in the weeks 10 through 17. I going to I'm going to just give you guys so we don't go all day with this the the, the four obvious ones. Hurts, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Those are the those are four of them. Who were the other four that scored 20 points or more from weeks 10 through 17? All right, I'm I'm going to go first here. There's there's four others? Four others. One of them's got to be Trevor Lawrence because they went on fire to end the season just to make the playoffs. Now again, this is average because there's some bye weeks in there, so you know we didn't want. I don't want to. Uh... I love how he explains the nuances after I've given him an answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what was your first? <laughs> and you can change it if you want to. But Apparently, I don't know if I should based on your further explanation. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence did. Because they, 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 they won like the last six to make the playoffs. He He's had to it. average 20 points. He's averaged 21 points a game. Right. What about Cincher or, or, or Craig? Either one of you have a guess here? So we've got five. There's um, three left. All right. I'll take a, I'll take a guess. I'm going to say Eugene Smith. Geno Smith. He averaged 18.8. Mm. So that's a no. All right. For those of you who no. don't speak stuttering answers. <laughs> Cinch. All right, I, I got a guess for you. How about Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy, no. This game sucks. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think just of teams that had to win, that had to play big games to get to the playoffs or to win something. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville is the first one that comes to mind. The second one that comes to mind is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, he averaged twenty point five. See, this is we're on the right track here. It's it's guys who had to win, guys who had to mm. win. Um, <clears throat> what about Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott, an even twenty. Britt is on fire. Wow. Keep going There's until one... you get one wrong. Britt. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> There's one more. There's who one else more. needed to finish the season strong that we haven't already discussed? I'll answer your question just now with a question. Ooh. Did Tua get concussed in the last six weeks? Tua played one, two, three, four, five, six of those games. Could it be Tua? Six of eight. He only scored 16.5. Loser. Is it golf? It is not golf. Golf scored 18.6. Hmm. Is it Kirk? Kirk. Guys are close. That was eighteen point six as well. Damn it! <laughs> well, since this is a Sean oh, wait, question, who had a win? Is it actually... Fields? It is Fields. Oh Jesus Christ! It's, it's, this is a question. Boo. You spent the last four minutes of our lives building up a Justin Fields promo. <laughs> it took him two months to find something seven. he could put Fields in on a positive note. <laughs> Twenty-two point seven for Fields in those last eight weeks. I wish you could all see my face right now because it's a <laughs> mixture of just disbelief and pure fury. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Which Kansas City chief did the following? <laughs> I, oh, my God. Shot your band. <laughs> there was eight people. Fields just happened to be one of them. Oh, I'm sure that's coincidence. <laughs> you know what? Your team, your team should have to use him at quarterback now as punishment. Wow. I hope they no, he means your fantasy team, by the way. No, no I'm, I meant the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're 10 minutes in, and we haven't gotten a damn thing done yet. All right. No. Uh, moving That's... on. Good question, Sean. Even if it was just a clever poi uh, ruse to make sure we could bring up Justin Fields' name. So, um, yeah. Uh, announcement, by the way, for those of you who listen to us before we move on to the quarterback rankings. We did just today get invited to the Scott Fishbowl Mirror Leagues. Very excited uh, to be supporting Fantasy Cares. Um, and I will be heading up the team uh, yet again. It's a best ball draft and it starts in four days. Um, contributors, be ready for a text on Monday morning saying, holy crap, we just found out we're picking in this spot. What the hell do we do? Um, because they don't tell us where we're drafting until the draft starts. So... Yep, twelve it's team an, league. It's an eight-hour, uh, eight-hour eight hour timer, timer, which pauses Super flex. two. 
Yeah, Superflex, which pauses 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. That's nice. Mm. <laughs> so that means I last thing I have to do every night before I go to bed at like 10 o'clock Eastern is check to make sure we're not on the clock. <laughs> so this should be drafted three days before the start of the season. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, it'll be fast. It'll be fast. These These things always go quick. Always go quick. So speaking of going quick, let's get in to the composite rankings for quarterback. So every year I put out a call to our contributors and I say, give me a list of the best quarterbacks you have. Give me them your rankings. I will use a fancy mathematical formula and we will rank them all. Every year I get a message immediately back from the source that says it's Mahomes, Hertz and Burrow. No one else matters. And I remind him that's not how this works. And so this, <laughs> the four people who are on the call are the four people who have uh, stock in these rankings so let's just start running down the list. The consensus number one for all four of us is Patrick Mahomes. All four of us have Mahomes at one, so therefore he has a composite score of one. After that, discussion takes place. I will, I'm not going to give out, So, and I, I told the the, um, the contributors this earlier today, I'm not going to say, hey, Cinch put this guy at three, or Craig put this guy at eight. We're not doing that today. We're saving that for our roundtables in about a month. But I will leave, put out little drips and drabs that help explain where the numbers came from. Interesting fact, and the first point of discussion tonight, is that number two is Jalen Hurts, number three is Joe Burrow, and number four is Josh Allen. All four of us rated these guys either second, third, or fourth in different orders. Hmm. We all, a couple of us have Hurts at two, one of us doesn't. A couple of us have Burrow at three. One of us doesn't. So the, my first question to the to the contributors tonight, so we got Mahomes at one, Hurts at two, Burrow at three, and Josh Allen at four. Mahomes goes off the board, and you need to grab a quarterback. You got Hurts, Burrow, and Allen staring you in the face. Who are you drafting? Let's start with Cinch on this one. Who do you like best out of the Hurts, Burrow, Allen grouping? Well, I was 51-49 Mahomes- I think Hertz is right there with Mahomes. And I think that's where your first tier is, right after Hertz and Mahomes. Okay. So for you, it's an easy question. It's Hertz. Yes. Sean. Um, I mean, I would gladly take any one of those guys. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably let, you know, people pick them earlier in the draft and, and take the guy that's probably fourth on that he's, list. He's dodging the question. But. <laughs> For me, it's probably Josh Allen as number two. Okay. Okay. Craig, I'm not going to ask you because I already know the answer, but go ahead, Craig. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, the fantasy part of my brain wants to say hurts, but, you know, I would probably take Burrow. So, you have waited so long to be able to draft a quarterback from your own team. Listen, that's actually I, I've really, drafted, really good. I drafted, um, you know, Carson Drake Palmer. And Carson Palmer. So, what about Achilles <laughs> Smith? I drafted oh. Kelly Smith too. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. you've had a lot of heartbreak. <laughs> I think I think Craig deserves this one. So <laughs> to answer my own question, I kind of agree with Cinch. I I'm I ranked every year we do this, and I rank somebody at one, and I say to myself, that guy is not finishing the year at number one. Happens every freaking year. It's like the kiss of death. I might as well walk up to Patrick Mahomes, grab his head, kiss him, and go, I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart because every year it's just, I know whoever I'm ranking at one is not going to finish one. So I, but I love Jalen hurts. I, and, and this is, this is the thing. So you're, you're all sitting there saying, Britt, what the hell is wrong with you? A year ago, you were literally putting money on the Eagles to win like five games. And that is absolutely true. I did, <laughs> but I, I, the kid has shown something to me, barring injury, he is absolutely going to be a top five quarterback. And that's the worst case scenario is top five in fantasy. He has a realistic shot of being the top scoring quarterback. We just, we just gotta, we gotta pay attention to him. We gotta pay attention to him. The what so. I, what I pay attention to is that he missed the fantasy playoffs last year. He didn't play week 16 or 17. Yeah. Cause his team was already in the playoffs and they needed him to be healthy. Or was he hurt? I don't think he was hurt. That ankle issue. I believe he did ankle issue. Jesus, every running quarterback has an ankle issue. It's funny because I was listening to the guru this morning, two seconds aside that ties into this. 
and he had a conversation with Rich Gannon on air last week. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. And Rich Gannon's Rich Gannon, shocking, is like a quarterback guru now. Like he's like the guy that people call and say, "What do you think about these mechanics and things like that?" He's also like I think he works for CBS, but the guru talked about what he calls cheat code guys. Guys that like you're playing Madden and you found a cheat code for you got your your quarterback to never get sacked or for him to always evade protection kind of thing. And he talked about him. He's like, Mahomes feels like a cheat code guy. Hurts feels like a cheat code guy. Lamar Jackson feels like a cheat code guy. And Rich Gannon said to him, I'm down on these cheat code guys this year. And the reason he gave, because their ankles don't hold up. And he mm. talked about Patrick Mahomes' ankles injuries. Now we're talking about Jalen Hurts' ankle injuries. So we have Mahomes and Hurts high on this list, right? How concerned are each of you with either one's ability to stay healthy this season? Let's start with Sean there. How worried are you when you pick Mahomes or Hurts that you're not getting at least, say, 15 games out of them this fantasy season? Um, I mean... The, the the eliteness of them kind of overtakes the worry out of it. You know, you 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 don't you don't really worry about that. If it happens, it's some just bad luck, but I don't think you worry about it with those two guys especially. I'm gonna go to our resident fantasy injury warrior, and that is Craig. <laughs> Craig, how worried are you about Mahomes or Hurts and the ability for them to get injured? Um I mean if you if you look at it and look what happened to Lamar's season last year. And I know he had contract issues too, but it started with an injury. Uh, so for me, it's it's always in the back of my head, especially for guys that run, um, you know, like Mahomes, like Hurts, even Josh Allen. I don't know if he had an ankle injury, but he had like a, I think he didn't have like a shoulder injury last yeah, year. Yeah, I feel like he had an arm thing going on. It's yeah. like the problem is like when your quarterback runs, it's great. It's fancy. It looks cool. But when a quarterback runs, he's a moving target. Like, Anyone can hit him, and anything can happen. So it's it's always a concern in the back of my head. And before we go to Cinch on this, of all the guys, Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, uh, Lamar, who we haven't gotten to yet, that are really considered good mobile quarterbacks, Allen is, in my book, the slowest of the bunch. Allen, if I'm going to be able to hit one of those four, it's probably Josh Allen, but that's just my take on it. Cinch, are you worried at all about Mahomes or Hurts' durability if you go to draft them? No. Because Mahomes is special. I've been on his bandwagon for a long, long time. Before I was. Even, even when he gets hurt, he doesn't want to leave the game. And he wants to stay out there and play. So I think he's a guy that would work through just, I mean, not any. If you're injured and you're not on the field, you can't play. Mm-hmm. I think he would work through anything he could work through. Hurts I'm concerned about because of his build. That being said, I would draft him in a heartbeat. Because all offseason, every time there was uh, the draft, the free agency, everything, well, more the draft than anything, but anytime there was a, hey, this is a really good player, oh my God, he, he slipped to the Eagles, how'd they get him? Mm-hmm. So they just seem to be the team that is going to have the most talent, and assuming they have good health, I fully expect them to be back in the Super Bowl. Hmm. So, okay, so one more one more quick question before we move on. Josh Allen, we have it at consensus number four. There are rumors abound about where DeAndre Hopkins is going to end up. One of those locations is Buffalo. If DeAndre Hopkins signs in Buffalo, does Josh Allen move up your board, regardless of where you had him before, does Josh Allen move up your board? And let's start with Craig on that one. Uh, it does not. It really just means he's going to throw more, which means he's probably going to lead the league in interceptions again. Wow. Okay. Bold. Sean. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's already pretty high on my board. Probably wouldn't move the needle too much. I mean, uh, I might consider him a little earlier than, than I was thinking before, but not particularly above any other quarterback though. And that's an interesting point because we're talking about quarterback rankings here and you just brought it into the ADP range. Yep. And that's that's a different conversation and you're right. That's a very good point there. Cinch, does Josh Allen move up your board in either the quarterback or ADP ranks if DeAndre Hopkins signs there? No, because Hopkins 
while I would love for my team to sign him, I don't think Hopkins is he, – he can't run away from anyone anymore. So you're talking about a guy who could fight for the catch and catch it, but he's not someone who's going to get open, that you're going to hit him, and he's going to run and run and run, okay, touchdown. My thinking on Josh Allen this year, you saw the team sign Latavius Murray and uh, former Patriot blanking on him. Um, Who's that guy? Damian Harris, thank you. God, my own team. Well, you know, he left, so he's forgotten. Uh, So they signed Damian Harris and Murray. And the thought process, I think, is that they don't want Allen running the ball anymore from the five-yard line. So Mm -hmm. I think you're going to see his fantasy points drop a little because he's not going to be getting those those cheap two-yard touchdown runs that he would get in the past. Fair. Fair. All right, so moving on in the rankings, we've got Lamar Jackson at five. We've got Justin Herbert at six. Trevor Lawrence at seven. Justin Fields is at eight. I don't know how that happened. Tua Tagovailoa, <laughs> whose name I still cannot what? pronounce properly, is at nine. And Dak Prescott is at ten. Hold on. Yeah. Wait. I want to jump in. Yeah. Who was that eight? Justin Fields. Ten, yeah. uh, Chicago Bears. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So getting back to my point. So we got Jackson, Herbert, Lawrence, Fields, Tua and Prescott. Who do you like best out of that kind of second or third range of guys? The mid-range guys that are QB ones but aren't top five. Let's start with Sean there. Um, I think it was actually Cinch's start actually, time to start. Go, go, Sean. I'm actually liking Herbert there. Um, their their offensive coordinator and stuff is is definitely more pass happy than than their previous uh, uh, systems. So I think that, that they're definitely going to be a little bit more pass-happy. Uh, you know, hopefully Keenan Allen stays healthy. Uh, you got, uh, well, is it Williams? Uh, Mike Williams there? Uh, maybe. Yeah. He's well, probably it hurt. So, it depends. What three games of the year are you counting yeah, him for? Exactly, exactly. If he stays healthy... They're really high in Quentin Johnson, uh, the rookie there. Uh, you know, and of course Eckler catches a lot. So I think there's going to be. I think he is definitely uh, up there for me. Cinch, what do you got? Could you read him real quick again? I, I already forgot the name. Absolutely, Jackson, Herbert, Lawrence, Fields, Tua, and Dak. I, I'm going to go with Lawrence. And the reason I'm taking him is last season he had Christian Kirk and uh, I'm blanking. I'm in summer (laughs) mode. He had Christian Kirk. He had the tight end. Ingram. Ingram. Thank you. He had the other receiver. Zay Jones. Thank you. And they all had. Really? Was he the number two there? I have no idea. But if if I stop, you know, all three, his two receivers. His two receivers and his tight end all had season, all had career years. The Jags were hot coming into the playoffs to make the playoffs. And then they had that incredible second half against the Chargers where Lawrence had like, what, four touchdown passes or something. They win that game. They come back. They play Kansas City. And they didn't get blown out. For a team coming from nowhere that absolutely stunk in 2022 – to do all of that in 23, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? They stunk in yep. 21. They did that in 22. Coming into 2023, I could see everyone in the organization fired up and ready to take the next step. And I think that starts with the quarterback. So I'm going to jump in here before we throw it to Craig, because you're right. As you know, as a Chiefs fan, I watch all that stuff. And if you listen to the podcast the week of that game, the uh, divisional round Jaguars at Chiefs, I was scared out of my britches. And then the week after, I told you basically the Chiefs dominated them, which was absolutely true. But Cinch is correct. The Chiefs dominated them on the field. But that game was within one score for almost 90% of the time. It's just the Chiefs just seemed to be like, yeah, we're going to deal with it. Oh, you scored? Okay, we better score. It was one of those kinds of situations. You never got a feeling like the Chiefs were going to lose but the Chiefs absolutely did not blow them out on the scoreboard. 
They absolute that game was close score wise, and one or two bad plays could have swung the other way. Because I feel like the and this is gonna sound terrible when I say it, the Chiefs were very nonchalant about the Jaguars. So yes, I I, I hear that. The reason I reacted is because Cinch is card number zero zero one of the Justin Herbert fantasy fan club. <laughs> he is. Cinch, he are is. you falling off the Herbert bandwagon? No, but you gotta you gotta answer the question. Answering the question, that's what I think. I think Lawrence is primed to make the next step up. And I think I think he and Herbert are in the same tier right now. And either one of them or both of them could jump up to the next highest tier. It's possible. There's the talent. It's like Sean said, they have a new offensive coordinator who knows offense. I mean, I don't think he's any kind of genius, but he came from the Cowboys and I don't really think much of the Cowboy weapons. I know the, the rest of the world is against me, but oh, yeah, I think true. I think he got a lot out of Prescott and old broken down Elliot. And they only had CD Lamb last year. Yeah. And That's he's he's really good, but he's all they had. And look how well, far they... the Cowboys went with that. Go ahead, so, Sean. I hear you, I hear you chomping at the bit. Go ahead. Oh, I said and Schultz. That was it. Schultz. Yeah, Schultz is so good he had to sign with the Texans because no one wanted him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Here's why, here's why you're wrong, Cinch. It's because the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to run the ball 95% of the time. And the reason being, they drafted a guy named Tank Bigsby out of Auburn. Best football name this year. That is a great freaking name. This dude better be a freaking thundering bowling ball, Johnny Johnson level. But isn't he going to be the second guy to Travis Etienne? Absolutely, until Etienne breaks himself in six different areas. We got thunder and lightning again here. We got. I wouldn't the, be shocked. Well, the, it the, does. It does thunderstorm in Florida a lot. It, it does. does. Like here now. And, and I'm looking at this kid's page. He looks like he's got all the skills, and he's got a great freaking football name. Oh, my God. All right, Craig, second tier, or third tier, depending on how you look at it. I look at it as a second tier. Jackson through Prescott. We all know your answer isn't Dak, but who is your answer? <laughs> it's not Dak. Uh, it's probably going to be Lawrence first and then Herbert second, if I had to pick between the two. No um, one's on Lamar. Lamar, I love he is Lamar. too, at this point, with his injury, severity of his injury last year and all the other drama that happened, like he, his lower half is essentially paper mache now. He's, he's going to run like in mud or snow and he's going to trip and break himself again. And I want no part of that. And None. since you feel better about Lawrence's <laughs> upside than Lamar. I love Lamar. I would love to, he has, he's capable of being the number one guy even when Mahomes has a good year, but he also has the immune system of a kid in fourth grade. He's going <laughs> to catch a cold and need to miss three weeks. You just can't. He's, he's too unreliable. Mm-hmm. I love Lamar. Lamar. I, I agree. It's, it's basically his availability. The, you know, it, the best ability is being available. So that's deep. That's deep. And yeah. I understand we need to move on because we're already a half hour through, but I need to open another beer. And one one other one other quick thing on Lamar. Do it while I open a beer. They got rid of their offensive coordinator last year. They brought in a new guy, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go to a little bit more of a pass-friendly offense. Mm. And we all know how well Lamar works. I mean, he's better since he got LASIK surgery. I admit that, but <laughs> he's not Look, the first Lamar, choice. Yeah, he got LASIK. He could like, throw the ball. Yes, he's not a guy with yeah. no arm. He could no, throw no, the no, ball. no, 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 no. He got he got LASIK. So I'm saying he when he for the first three years of his career he didn't know who the hell he was throwing to past like 20 yards. Uh, you're you're aiming for your division hatred is showing. Uh, actually no because I wow. worked with someone who was like a diehard Ravens fan and he said it before I did. He said anytime Lamar threw the ball he would close his eyes like he would while watching. But Maybe Sean, he knew his receivers didn't deserve to be in the NFL. Sean, <laughs> you were just you were just about to ask something. What do you got? Due to his biggest receiver, because, you know, oh, that's got to be Mark Andrews right there. So well, his know. biggest receiver now is Odell Beckham Jr. Well, yeah, he I know. Because he's, he's, he's terrible. <laughs> I mean, you got Beckham that you don't know what you're going to get out of him. You've got uh, Bateman. Uh, Zay Flowers, who's a rookie. You got Bateman, who did not step up last year. 
and Andrews. And then Andrews. So what about I, Devin Duvernay and Nelson Aguilar? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about them? Sure. <laughs> I didn't even know Devin so, Duvernay was still in the league. You know, he, they might still re- re- need to rely on his legs. I don't know. I agree. I agree. All right, moving on because believe it or not, we're we're almost. What, you, what, yeah, what, what really quick? What beer did you open? Yeah, I actually opened a can of "It's Complicated Being a Wizard." Yeah. By Burlington Brewing, <laughs> because on his way home, Cinch dropped one off for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so, so full disclosure, because I know we have to get going. Cinch also dropped a can of unicorn farts. Uh-oh. We're saving it for the round table. But I, I, and Cinch was like, drink it tonight. It'll be fun. And I was like, I, I have to, like, cleanse my soul before I can even attempt uh-huh. this. <laughs> I need to like meditate. I might have to go into one of those sweat huts like Aaron Rodgers did. I don't know. I'm a, a spirit journey, find your soulmate kind of thing. I just don't know. So but I will. I it, we'll drink it before the season starts. I promise you that during one of these group uh, episodes. All right. I'm sniffing like a madman because I have uh, I have to sneeze. So let me get through this and throw it to you guys. Next tier is Aaron Rodgers at 11, and then Kirk Cousins at 12. Deshaun Watson at 13. Now, I, I do not want the person who did this to own up to it because it's going to be a great reveal when we get to the roundtable. One of the four people in this podcast right now ranked Deshaun Watson as the 32nd best quarterback. Yeah. 32nd. At 14, we've got Anthony Richardson. At 15, we've got Daniel Jones. Next tier. So this is the this is the borderline QB two area with Rogers cousins, Watson and the rookie Anthony Richardson. I want to hear from folks who you loving in that group. Let's start with cinch. Well, see the, who do you love in that group? I mean, I don't know one. I, I hope I don't have any of these guys as my quarterback, but you got to pick take him as your number two, right? It, considering your first backup, who you want as your first backup? Um, I think there's high side potential in probably all of those guys. I suppose, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it, if everything went right, all the targets, all of the, uh, everything is there for Watson. The rest of the team is pretty good. I don't think I want him on my team. I, give so, me the list again. I'll, I'll pick a name. It's just ready to pass. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson, or Anthony Richardson? You know what? If I had to deal with those four, I would take Richardson just because he's so big and so fast. He doesn't have to be able to throw to have a breakout quarterback, fantasy quarterback season. So I go with Richardson. And, and that's the exact same thing with me. I love I love the wild card guys. And if we're talking second quarterback, that's where I love Craig, who are you liking there? Rodgers, Cousins, Watson, Richardson. Um, if I had a pick, I think I'd just go with Rodgers. Okay. Basically, the Jets are the you know the New York version of the Green Bay Packers now. So. Okay, they wear the same color, or they roughly do. the same color, same generalized color. Sean, what do you like? Uh, I mean, man, can Deshaun Watson return to his glory days of In being? Cleveland? No, well, I'm well, yeah, I well, know. He's in Cleveland. Can he return his glory days while he's in Cleveland? You know what I mean. <laughs> you would have to assume it would be in Cleveland. You know, QB four or five, maybe. I might take that risk comparing, depending on who's there. You know, if I want to go the safer route, I guess I'd go Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Moving on, we're now into the Jesus Y category of quarterbacks. <laughs> if this guy is your starter, then you shouldn't have waited till round 10 to draft your starting quarterback. 15, we have Daniel Jones. 16 is Russell Wilson. 17 is Jared Goff. 18 is Derek Carr. That grouping, a different question. Who are you avoiding in the Daniel Jones, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Derek Carr group? And I'm going to go first. The easy answer here is Russell Wilson. It's over. You know what happened to Russell Wilson? He got married. <laughs> like, I, I've seen articles on this where people are like, let's look at Russell Wilson's stat lines and general trends, and they put a dotted line through the graph and say the day he got married, and you just see the downward trend. 
<laughs> so Russell Wilson, I say it's over for Russell Wilson. It doesn't help that he's on a team that has no potential and is going nowhere fast. So Russell Wilson's dead no to me. Potential. No potential. No potential. His division awesome. hatred is showing. Yes. <laughs> my divi- my division familiarity is showing. I've played Denver. My team has played so, Denver more than all yours combined. <laughs> so Jerry uh, Judy, Cortland Sutton. Bad and bad. The the Greg, whatever that tight end's name is, that showed you pretty good. don't like, even know so his he, name. He's so bad. No, he's not that bad. Kiss, I just don't know how to pronounce it. Dulcich? Yeah, Dulcich. Like. He's bad. And and Javante Williams, if he can stay healthy. That's a good, pretty good offensive repertoire there. It's just if Wilson can pull it together. Name a single member of their line. Oh, their offensive line? I don't know offensive line. But see, I you're missing you're missing the most important part of all of that. What's that? They have they finally have a good head coach. Yes. As bad as they were, <laughs> I mean, the difference between Peyton and what they had is night and day. Who was great on the Saints? They had a player here and a player there. They had a six foot tall quarterback. And look, Peyton deserves a lot of credit for how good Drew Brees was. Oh sure. Well, I just, I'm not telling you that Denver is going to compete or anything. Mm-hmm. But if they do, it's going to be because of the coach almost more than the players. Mm-hmm. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> what? Um, so, just, just out of curiosity, does anybody remember what uh, the record of Sean Payton's New Orleans Saints were in his first year? Uh, I do not know. Well, I, I don't do. even know what the year was. Quick poll. Guess the year off the top of your head. Go, Sean. Too late. Cinch. 2013. 2013. 2013, Craig? 2010. 2005. Damn. Okay. The Saints were 3-13. Well, yeah, the first year of a coach, though, you're coming in and you're getting rid of all the dead weight. So then why are we expecting it to be different in Denver? Well, I'm happy you asked me that question. Denver <laughs> has a top five defense. So there you go. All you've got to do on offense to start is just ball control. If you could hold the ball, and yes, you have to score. And no, they're not going to beat the teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals. But you don't play them every week. So until they could establish what their offense is going to be, even with Russell Wilson, they have a solid enough offensive line. They have a running back or two. That's all they need. Then you play action to Sutton and to Judy for the bigger gains. I'm telling you, it could turn around fast if they don't turn the ball over and the coach does a good job. Okay. Sean, back to you on the original question. Daniel Jones, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Derek Carr. Which is the one you're like, hell no? Hell no. Uh, That might be Derek Carr. Shocking. Tell us why. I just, I... Carr done. I, I I was high on him last year. He had his best friend, and they could do nothing. That's because the coach was terrible. Or, well, that's <laughs> he, true too. Well, see, but, he had a coach that he didn't. He wouldn't. Derek, they, they weren't on the same page. I, I just I've I've completely lost it. Lost face with it. Wait, left uh, faith in far. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting him this year. All right, really quick, Craig. Same list. Jones, Wilson, Goff, Carr. Who do you hate? Uh, I'm going to have to say Goff. Wow, we're all very different because there. I love Because um, Ra is his only option because everyone else is suspended, broken, or a rookie. Yeah. Well, so that's... if he goes down, he has no one to throw to. No. Doesn't he have hockey? Oh, that's Minnesota. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, see? <laughs> Their tight yeah. end is a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since, what's your answer? Daniel Jones, the Giants came way too fast last year for what they should have been. They had such an easy schedule. This year, it's a harder schedule. The league is going to be more keyed in on what that coach likes to run for his offense, and I could see the Giants taking a step back this year. And they did nothing to help his wide receiver situation. Uh, Sean, where's your wife right now? Uh, She's uh, in the other room. Okay, good, because... She's probably getting her car keys, and she's on her way to Cinch's house. <laughs> so she is a come on rabid... over. You could go in the pool. Giants fan. 
I'm I'm starting to, I'm starting to warm up to the idea of a pool episode. I really am. So, with how hot it's been here in the Northeast, I'm definitely starting to warm up to it. So, all right, we are almost out of time, so we got to fly through the rest of these. So, rounding out the top twenty, we got Geno Smith at nineteen and Matt Stafford at twenty. We got Kyler Murray at twenty-one. Quick ten-second answer. Kyler Murray at 21 means he's probably your late QB2, maybe a QB3. Means you're probably grabbing him near the end of the draft. I'm thinking like round 12 to 15-ish. One word answer, Craig, is Kyler Murray worth a shot at the 12 to 15 round pick? For me, no. Sean? Uh, no, there's a couple, There's at least one or two after Sitch. them, I would take. No, he should go undrafted. Wow, okay, there we go. Number 22 we have is Bryce Young. The chatter has gotten to a couple of us. We will get into that later. Number 23 is Jordan Love, who I find to be intriguing. Number 24 is Jimmy Garoppolo. We have Brock Purdy at 25. Number 26 is Kenny Pickett. Number 27 is Mac Jones. Number 28 is C.J. Stroud. Really quick, those guys all fall outside of the QB2 rank. Which of those four guys, Brock Purdy, Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, or C.J. Stroud, could sneak into the top 24? Let's start with Cinch. It makes me sick to say this, and you would think opposite, but Mac Jones. That's why I started you. I knew it. <laughs> it, it makes me sick, because I don't like him, and I don't think he's good. But he's got a good offensive coordinator now. I don't know. Stuff could happen. Absolutely. Craig. <laughs> Purdy, Pickett, Mac Jones, or uh, C.J. Stroud? Who do you like that um, could possibly sneak up? I'm going to go with Purdy. Uh, he he did a lot last year and got them to the playoffs, so I think he could do it, if anyone. Sean? Oh, I'm going to go with the, the new blood. I'm going to go C.J. Stroud just because I don't like any of the other ones. I love the fact that we're all on different pages here because this is just – I'm making notes. This is fodder for the, the roundtable, I tell you. <laughs> All right, we're going to finish I out. Pickett doing it, though. What's that? I can see Pickett doing it. Just enough. No. Just enough. He's, a He's got enough. small hands. <laughs> He's got small hands. He's got a small coach. George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Friar Muth. He, he could sneak in there, maybe. This is intentional silence. <laughs> let everyone just try to absorb what Sean just put out into the universe. Uh, All right, bottom of our list. We got Desmond Ritter at number 29. Nobody has a lot of faith in him. One of us has him in the QB2 range. We'll find out who that is later. Ryan Tannehill is at 30 again. One of us has him higher than that. The other ones don't. At 31, we have Sam Howell. 32, we have Will Evis. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name. Who the hell is Will Evis? Levis. Elvis. It's Levis. Spell better next time. Maybe it was me. I don't know. I'll have to look back, and that might be me. 33 is Trey Lance, and the only reason we've gone as far is to get to number 34, which is Baker Mayfield. The starting quarterback for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Only one of us ranked Baker Mayfield in the top 30. Who that person is will remain anonymous until we get into the quarterback roundtables. But I saw his statement. I was like, huh. He is a starter, isn't he? Mostly. He is. For now. Probably. Yeah. Who so. are they going to start? Kyle Trask? Why not? <laughs> well, Listen. are you telling me that Kyle Trask could not be better than Baker Mayfield? Because if that's yeah. what you're saying, that's offensive. we need to, we need to move Kyle Trask off the – put him down in the AAA right. NFL. So, so let's do that. At the risk of running overtime, no explanation, you have to pick one, Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. Craig. Trask. Cinch. It's going to be Baker, so that would be the pick. Who are you picking? I haven't seen anything from Trask, so I mean, Baker won a game last year for the Rams. I don't know. Okay, Sean. <laughs> Baker, because if if they were had any faith in Trask, he'd be he'd be the guy there. So you're all incorrect. The correct answer is I would take Joe Flacco because I'd <laughs> rather have a free agent than either of those guys. No, the correct answer is Tom Brady comes back out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, right. you know, a, a retired Tom Brady might be a better choice than both those guys. So it's true. Gentlemen, we are out of time with the quarterback rankings. It's time to go around the horn. I want a final thought. 
on quarterbacks, somebody you like, somebody you hate, somebody you're watching, somebody you're recommending, give our listeners one thing about a quarterback that they can take to the bank. And let's start with Craig. Uh, for me, I've been burned too many times and I have zero interest in Dak Prescott and you should too, because he's a cowboy. Absolutely <laughs> shocking to me to hear you say that. <laughs> shocking. Sean. Yeah. Take one of the, if you can't get one of the elite guys up front, you can kind of wait. They all kind of blend in towards the middle of the pack. And if you get one of the elite guys, just take your one guy and don't worry about drafting a backup. You'll be able to drop somebody later. If you get one of those middle guys, get two guys that you think could break out. And then you can, you know, you have that, that option of, okay, this guy broke out. This guy didn't work out. That's my that's my thought there. Fantastic. Cinch, what do you got? My final thought on quarterbacks is Sean is wrong. In the past, we've always said, hey, if you don't get this guy or that guy, you could wait and you'll be okay. I don't think so anymore. I think if you don't get one of those top three guys, top four guys, you're screwed. Because, you know, going into your game with a Mahomes, you know you're getting 35, 40, Hey, 50 isn't out of the question. You know that's a given. You go into the game with a mediocre, uh, oh boy, he gave me 13 this week. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big bounce. No, he's not. Go for the top. Use a high pick on a guy that's a given. That's my final thought. Only four are going to be givens. You're going to have between six and usually, you know, six and eight other teams that don't. They shouldn't just say, oh, forget it. We're not going to draft. They got to draft. I'm not worried about them. I'm saying go get one of those four. That's what I'm saying. And I'm here to tell you with my final thought that Cinch is wrong. There is so much parity in that middle range between Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones that you don't have to go up to get one of those guys. Sure, if you're sitting in round five and you're in a comfortable position and you can get Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes or you can get Burrow or Allen, by all means, do so. But I am not going to go into round five thinking to myself, I've got two stud running backs and two stud wide receivers. I better go get a quarterback. I feel like, since is right, that top, since is right in this respect, that top echelon is that high up. But I sit here and I say to myself, I can take Mahomes in round three, or I can wait two or three more rounds and take Justin Herbert. And I can easily make up the difference between Herbert and Mahomes just by those folks that I get that are better in those rounds in between. So I'm kind of on a different page. Yes, Mahomes is absolutely going to get you 25 to 30 a game. But if I can make up that, that difference between Mahomes and Herbert, which is probably about 10 to 15 points, by drafting other positions and waiting for Herbert, by all means, I'm going to do so. Where that advice absolutely falls short is Superflex. Superflex, you cannot afford to wait. The end on that. So, yeah, so I think a, a lot of it depends on your draft format. But this year, probably more than any other year, I am willing to wait until round six or seven for my quarterback. Since you think that's a mistake. I think this year coming up, that's a mistake. If you just look at the trends, who are you taking? You're, you're talking elite running backs. Mm-hmm. Look at last year's draft. Look at the draft the year before. The top 10 running backs taken, you're talking about three or four of them finish the season in the top 10. Mm-hmm. There's just, you know what? A guy like Mahomes, he's a given. I don't have to worry about him. If if something were to happen to him, yeah, your season's fucked. Sorry, it is. If something happens to your McCaffrey that you take, all right, look, I could come up with Elijah Mitchell. Maybe I draft him later on. Maybe I go with uh, you know, some backup somewhere else who becomes a starter and gives the same production as a solid, good running back. If Mahomes, if you don't have Mahomes, you don't have someone giving you that number. Interesting. Interesting. Now, Cinch may think it's a mistake, and I may think it's a mistake to go up. What's not a mistake is leaving us a review. Whatever podcast directory you found us on, we want you to leave us a review. We're on so many at this point that I've stopped keeping track. So please, leave us a review. It helps us. You know what else would be a great idea? Reach out to us. 
this is the time of year to reach out to us in one of our different ways and we can answer questions for you or to get feedback. There's a bunch of different ways to get to us. We are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. We're also the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. We are now, believe it or not, we're on threads, folks. Yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was waiting for some sort of reactionary. I was just like... <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. I, I know I it's some kind of new service, but I don't know what it is. It threads threads is Facebook's attempt to say, hey, we can be better than Twitter. Hey, we're on Instagram. What's Instagram? Uh, yeah. We are. It's and Twitter. Instagram is linked to threads. We are at FignutsDFS on threads, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, if you don't do any of that social media crap, and who could blame me if you don't, you can always reach out to us through good old-fashioned snail mail. I'm sorry, snail email. Wow. <laughs> Send a letter. <laughs> wow. Remember when email was considered the fast way to reach people? <laughs> yes. And they called like what, what Cinch does, snail mail, and it's just not that way anymore. But anyway, email, you can email us. We're fignutsdfs at gmail.com. I want to thank all of our contributors because this was a really great discussion. And the best part is I learned so much today that I look forward to burying you all in our fantasy draft in about a month. <laughs> yeah because now i know what you know and by knowing what you know i'm now ahead i have become the hunter dun 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 yeah that's pretty much all i got thank you craig and sean for joining us i'm sorry cinch and sean jesus i'm two beers <laughs> in thank you to cinch and sean for joining us thank you as always to craig guys all awesome discussion um i don't know what everybody's schedules like next week but we will be back next week to do running backs Based on how amazing this discussion was, if our, our contributors are available, we will all be here. If not, you'll be stuck with me and Craig. But either way, you're going to learn a lot. So until we next meet, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. And I'm Sean. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hey, hi, Deb. Hi. <laughs>